Welcome to The How of Business with your host, Henry Lopez, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here is your host. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez. My guest today is Maxwell Frost. Maxwell, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Maxwell is with me today to share a little bit of his entrepreneurial journey, how he got to where he is today. And then we're going to focus on what he helps his clients with, which is uh, teaching businesses how to make three to 15 minute, what he calls brand films with your phone typically, or maybe exclusively even. And, and these are films that will help you grow your reach, fill your content calendar and drive growth in your small business. To get more about uh, the information, rather, about the How of Business, including the show notes page for this episode, and you're going to want to go there because uh, Maxwell's offering a special discount on his course and workshops, so we'll get to that in a minute. But just go to the show notes page for this episode at thehowofbusiness.com. That's also where you can get information about my one-on-one and group coaching programs. And wherever you might be listening to this episode, I encourage you and ask you to please subscribe. That way you don't miss any future episodes. So let me tell you a bit more about Maxwell. Maxwell Frost is an award-winning filmmaker who specializes in generating lifetime repeat customers through brand films. Over the past decade, he has collaborated with industry leaders like Quicksilver, Adidas, and Patagonia to produce video content and has earned 20-plus awards in 11 countries for films he has directed, produced, and edited. So he knows a bit about communicating a story through film. Uh, what Maxwell offers is simple. He teaches you how to make a three to 15 minute brand film with your phone that grows your reach, fills your content calendar and drives growth for your small business. Maxwell believes that brand films will allow you, allow you and your team to do more with less by creating addictive content that connects with your audience on an emotional level through shared interests, experiences and desires in a way no pop-up ad or email campaign ever could. Maxwell lives in the Denver, Colorado area. So once again, Maxwell Frost, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This is uh, this is exciting. I love talking about this stuff. Absolutely. So do I, especially because as we always try to do on this show, I try to focus on things that are practical, that are actionable. And this is exactly the kind of stuff that a small business owner can leverage to grow their business. So that's what I'm excited Looking forward to having this conversation, but I'd like to start first with a little bit of the journey. If I got it right in doing the research, you uh, went to school to be a teacher. Is that why you went to teaching education or tell me what the idea was at university? Yeah, definitely. So I went to university and I figured out that my two favorite things are art and education. Mm -hmm. So I put the two together and got a degree in education and uh, those actually have been two very common themes throughout my entire life both personally as well as professionally did you think you would actually go and be an art teacher though or how did you think you would apply that then? <laughs> yeah so uh about so you go to school for four years and then the first week of student teaching i realized you know what i don't <laughs> think this is for me That's <laughs> um but, what, what was it about it that that you thought wasn't for you besides the the you know the potential money but what was it about it that ended up being not for you you think yeah so the money thing is definitely part of it sure. i've got so much respect for classroom teachers mm -hmm. and the important role they play in uh, the future of this country like it's it's crazy how important their position is and how 
little they're compensated for that in comparison to it really is preposterous it really is i didn't just go off on a get on my soapbox i would interrupt but it is ridiculous that in our society that most important one of those most important roles we pay a ridiculously low amount of money and yet you know a star athlete will pay millions and millions of dollars and there's a disconnect there isn't there there really is yeah and i have friends who are teaching in different countries and that you can see that they value education and their teachers. And like, for instance, a friend, uh, his dad was a teacher in Denmark for his entire career. And now in Denmark, even in retirement, they pay him his full wage. Wow. Um, so it's just different cultures value right. it different. And in the US, there's definitely a disconnect between the importance and how much they're compensated. So that played a role, the financial mm-hmm. side, but also realizing how much of it was dealing with parents and parents (laughs) who it almost seemed like it felt like it was the teacher's responsibility to raise their kids for them i love the kids i love the classroom experience i love the teaching part of it the aspect the curriculum development um but i just realized you know what this is not what i want to spend the rest of my life doing um so i ended up taking those things that i really enjoyed most about teaching and brought those into the marketing world so My personal favorite part of marketing is the educational aspect of finding out people's needs, wants, desires, and positioning products and services as a solution to that through education, Uh, largely educational videos, basically just positioning the customer as the hero of their own story for success. And that's kind of what got me interested in the hero's journey framework and eventually filmmaking was positioning just like setting up the customer for success. And and a lot of that looked like education because of my personal background, as well as what I'm interested in. Right. And so that's gotta be why uh, you had a stint in marketing at Bianchi bicycles. And I I don't ever know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. That's the bike that I rode and ride. Is it Bianchi or how are you supposed to pronounce it? You're right. It's Bianchi. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So my, uh, I used to do road riding. I'm retired from road from my pro career. That's a joke. (laughs) <laughs> but I still have it. It's in, uh, it's in my storage shed, a 2008 Bianchi 928 carbon bike. And that, that was my bike. That's what I rode. Um, and it, you know, you, supposedly with carbon, you're supposed to replace your bikes every couple of years, which I always thought was a little bit of BS, but whatever. Um, <laughs> of course, I didn't have any massive failure explosion while riding it, right? I've heard, I've heard those horror stories. But anyway, the point yeah. is that seemed like a perfect marriage because I guess you've always been into the outdoor sports and cycling and those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah. The last 10 years I've been in the outdoor industry, including heading up marketing for North America at Bianchi. And the, the cool thing about working for a legacy brand like that is people are already like they have an emotional connection with their bike often. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty fun to be in that sort of scenario. It's oldest bike brand in the world, huge in Europe, not as big in the US, but people on the road scene are very familiar with it. Of course. So, uh, it was it was so much fun to work with such high performing people and create fun content around cycling, uh, including being able to launch the first North America, North American pro cycling team for Bianchi. Oh, wow. Uh, so yeah, that was a blast. And even that position, I, I, I approached it much from the background of being a creative, so content production, um, as well as the educational aspects from everything from like, I would, we'd create educational videos for our retailers and how to sell a bike, how to position your bike on the floor, um, basically how to set them up for success, but also um, fun videos around this team and the launch and the characters that that 
that uh, sort of team put together and just create a lot of fun stories. Yeah, yeah. And of course, a classic example here of uh, an easily identified hero, me as the writer and the journey that I'm on as a writer, right? Now, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about a pro writer, but just a person like myself that did it for for health reasons, for exercise and the enjoyment of the camaraderie of a group ride. But it's perfect in that regard. What is how does the hero me in this in this story that I'm making for myself? Yeah. 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 So it looked like the depending on the specific persona that we were uh, communicating with, it looked different. So people that kind of on the end of their road cycling career, maybe just finishing up um, just for fun. Like there's a cool aspect of the people that often buy Bianchi's are fairly competitive because it's a, it's a high performing bike. It's, it's a premium product. So they're willing to invest more money in it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people specifically in that demographic, they don't want to be the last person in their group. Right, right. <laughs> so it's playing off, helping them position themselves so that they're not the last person in their group ride. They're hitting more of the middle of the pack because of these higher performing bikes, these different components uh, that really sets them up for success. So yeah, it's that hero's journey framework. We're helping our customers, which are the hero, step into their preferred future uh, by providing them a product that allows them to do that. Yeah, well said. And that's at the heart of what, what we're going to talk about here as we get into how do we create a brand film that helps us connect with that potential hero. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. But before we go there then, so you did that working for other people, what would lead you to then wanting to go on your own? So it was 2017 and I was about to head out on a two month bicycle trip in the Himalayas. And for years, I've been toying around the idea of making films. And I felt like if I was ever going to make a film, it'd be for this trip. <laughs> this would be one worth talking about. And it's one of those things where you're surrounded by people who are making films. So it seems more doable. I feel like it's like anything else in life. If you're surrounded by authors, it seems more doable to make a book. And for me, it's filmmaking. I had a lot of friends that made films and were successful in it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. The only thing was at that point, you pretty much needed to go to school for four years to get a degree in filmmaking. <laughs> and it wasn't something that I wanted to commit that time to or had the money to do. So I just dove deep into the rabbit hole of YouTube, trying to figure this thing out on my own. And I realized that that, was, that wasn't the best solution either because you have all these ideas and then you watch another video of someone who says those are all terrible ideas. I just kind of keep going yeah. bounce, bouncing and back and it, Who was the film for? What, what were you going to create this film for whom? Yeah, so I wanted to, my favorite part about traveling is sharing those experiences with other people because they're often parts of the world and cultures that people wouldn't know about sure. or understand otherwise. So for me, it was like going to some of the most um, hidden corners of the world so that I can bring the stories of those people back. Um, it's almost like a fun, I, I like just sharing stories that, that aren't really being told in other places. And for instance, the part uh, of this story was Northern India. You have these remote villages that are shut off from the world, like six, seven months a year because of winter and that snow cuts them off from society. So because of that, there are these cultures that are largely untouched by the West or the developed world. And um, I just love not only spending time with these people, but sharing their stories with the world. So did at that point, were you thinking, 
I'm going to be a documentary filmmaker or I'm still going to, how do I use film in the way of to communicate marketing messages or were you, was it unclear at that point in time? It wasn't super clear. Um, I wasn't even sure if I'd turn it into documentary because I didn't know if we'd have decent footage. I see. I see. <laughs> like with this, I, I didn't want to put too much weight on it because I'd never done it before. And I had made a few short films before. And I just knew the time and effort that went into those, especially not knowing what I was doing at all. Um, so going into the editing room, that's when I, like after we returned from the trip, that's when I realized that this actually might be something. Mm -hmm. So that's when I really went, dove deep into YouTube, trying to figure this out by myself because I was kind of picking my brains of my friends. And that was at the point where there's a big shift in the filmmaking world where you didn't necessarily need big production teams, right. expensive gear, all this really confusing stuff because the phone in my pocket could shoot 1080p, 24 frames per second, which is exactly what's on the big screen in any cinema across the country. So it was a big pivotal point in filmmaking mm -hmm. that made it so I could actually turn this into a film. Yeah. Um, and so I just went into that just headlong all my free time for four years and finished a wow. feature film that ended up winning several country, uh, several awards across the world. Wow. So that was kind of the confirmation that, okay, I might be okay at this thing and then gaining traction. And I actually had some brand support with that film from the get-go, uh, like Hydro Flask, uh, Four Sigmatic T, uh, Burn Helmets. So these brands already saw the appeal of this, of positioning themselves as these products that help people do wild things. So it's like their target audience. Yeah. And early on, it was just product placement basically for them. Uh, but that later transitioned into after I got traction with these films is financial partnerships as well. So what what is the name of the film? That was called Between Giants. Between Giants, got it. All right, so then how do you then progress to a point where you say, okay, now I'm gonna apply this knowledge I have of filmmaking, combine it with my understanding of marketing and the whole hero's journey to come up with this concept of brand films. When, when did that happen? Yeah, it was a little embarrassing how I discovered that actually. So um, it was when I was at Bianchi doing marketing and we were having a little trouble getting traction doing all the traditional marketing things. Like we're doing all the things you're supposed to be doing, like posting daily on social, engaging mm -hmm. with our audience on social, weekly content, value-filled emails, paid media. We're doing all the things that everyone else was doing, uh, but we weren't getting nearly the traction that we wanted to, both in reach and growth. So I began to dive into what were the industry-leading brands, not only in the outdoor industry, but other industries doing. And I was taking courses, I was doing my own research, and I realized that, that there was one thing the industry-leading brands were doing that most other brands weren't. And this is like Legos, Patagonia, Marvel, Red Bull, like pretty much every industry, Lyft, Church's Chicken, they're all making short brand films. And that was the big differentiator that I noticed the industry-leading brands were doing that most others weren't. And historically, like I mentioned, it's because you needed big budgets to be able to do that. Like right. multi-million dollar budgets, teams of people, expensive gear. But the world we're living in now, where I was making these films, some of these films I'm making were on just on my iPhone. Yeah. 
because it shoots quality like the iPhones now shoot the like quality of the best cameras six, seven years ago in our pockets. So I began to realize that it's more approachable for small and medium-sized businesses who previously thought it might've been out of reach or maybe they never made the combination of marketing and film. But for me, it was an easy marriage because it's my two favorite things. Mm -hmm. So I began talking to other brands about how they could do this too, with the phone in their pocket, a $40 mic and free editing software. And the software was a big part of it as well, being available for anyone because DaVinci Resolve is that free editing software. And the most recent Star Wars series they had done part of the editing and all of the color correction on this free editing software. Really? <laughs> and you've got like, um, it was last year, Steven Spielberg shot a music video entirely on an iPhone with Marcus Mumford from M Mumford and Sons. Mm -hmm. So it's like this entire world is now at our fingertips. And I wanted people specifically small and medium sized businesses to know how to make these films and do it in a week or less, because I know the impact just like all the industry leading brands know the impact of films because films are a pull rather than the traditional advertising push right. they draw us in because they connect with us on an emotional level through shared interests experiences and desires in a way no email campaign or pop-up ad ever could because you're telling that story but not just a story an effective story that communicates the brand that, that takes us through that hero's journey in a short amount of time right Correct. One, yeah. One, one of the things that I think uh, holds many small business owners back on creating video content of any kind is two things you've touched on it, which is I think that I it must be it must be you know professional quality studio produced, and um, I'm not good at that. I don't you know I don't want to put my face out there. I'm terrible in front of the camera. Th those mm -hmm. kind of reasons, but the reality is that it seems to me people respond better to something that isn't as polished, generally speaking. I mean, it depends on your brand, right? But but I, do you see that? Is that part of the appeal is that people don't trust something that's highly polished sometimes? Yeah, we live in a much different world now that we're all used to meetings on Zoom. Um, a lot of social media platforms encourage people to shoot the video on their app. It gets better traction because of that. So it's like we're in a much different world now where people are used to unpolished things. And that actually, not to say that your film is going to be unpolished or has to be, but the barrier for entry is much lower than it was even like five years ago, just because we've been trained to accept little flaws here and there. Um, and it does communicate some vulnerability in a, mm -hmm. in a really powerful way that as if you're into marketing, you know how important vulnerability really is. Right, right, right. That connection. This is Henry Lopez, briefly pausing this episode to invite you to schedule a free coaching consultation with me. I welcome the opportunity to chat with you about your business plans and offer the guidance and accountability that we all need to achieve success. As an experienced small business owner myself, I understand the challenges you're experiencing, and often it's about helping you ask the right questions to help you make progress towards achieving your goals. Whether it's getting started with your first business or growing and maybe exiting your existing small business, I can help you get there. To find out more about my business coaching services and to schedule your free coaching consultation, please visit thehowofbusiness.com. Take that next step today 
towards finally realizing your business ownership dreams. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Okay, define for me uh, here verbally, obviously, we don't have any visual cues. What is, give me the definition of a brand film. Yeah, so a brand film, we've talked about a little bit now. Uh, My favorite way of defining it is a brand film is generally that three to 15 minute range uh, where you use the hero's journey framework to really help your audience resonate with you, your specific brand, um, through these shared interests, experiences, and desires. So it's different than a commercial where it's largely a commercial is a sales pitch and all about the five to eight reasons you need to buy this thing. Where films are different uh, because of those em- emotional connections you can make with your audience. And after making those emotional connections, that's what results in lifetime repeat customers because through this film, your audience says, this brand knows me, they understand me, they get me. Um, and often you do that by using this Heroes, for, for, uh, Heroes Jeremy framework I mentioned. So what that often looks like is you have this person in your film. And if you're just getting into this, I suggest that people position the main character in their film as someone who's used their product and it's transformed their life. And you do that by positioning your your product or your service as the guide that helps this main character step into their preferred future. And you do that by helping them overcome a physical obstacle they have, an emotional obstacle they have, or a philosophical obstacle they have. And I think the best way to communicate this is by example. It can seem a little overwhelming at first, but it's actually not because your product or your service already does these things. If you're not sure how it does that, not only will it help you make better short brand films, but it'll help you position your marketing even better in a more compelling way. So for instance, I was talking with a business owner recently, a small business owner, and she has this product, this yoga product that helps truck drivers overcome the physical problems they have from sitting in their truck all day. And she's talking to me, Maxwell, like, how can I make my first brand film? And I'm like, well, this is like, this is classic hero's journey stuff. Mm -hmm. So you could do a day in the life of one of your truck drivers. And this works for any small brand, medium brand, large brand. Just think about one of your customers. Is there a way that your product helps your main customer, your target audience overcome a physical problem? an emotional problem or a philosophical. And the three often overlap. So for in this case, yoga product helps truck drivers overcome physical pain. So you could follow around around this truck driver for a day, they're in their truck, they're coming home. And because of the physical problems they had that they no longer have because of your product, that also helps them overcome emotional problems of these truck drivers that they weren't able to keep up with their kids because their back hurts. They weren't able to pick up their kids because their back hurts so much and their neck and their hips, which also affects them emotionally. Mm -hmm. So this product not only helps them physically overcome a problem, but also helps them overcome an emotional problem. And there's also this philosophical problem of feeling like bad parents because they couldn't interact like with their kids like they wanted to. So with her brand film, we have this physical problem, emotional problem, philosophical problem that her yoga product helps them overcome. So for her brand film, you could spend half the film talking about like the before picture, 
with all the pain emotionally, philosophically, physically. And then the second half of the film talking about how their life is completely transformed because of yoga. And the best case scenarios you have her, his or her family members and kids talking about how they're a completely different person after yoga, after becoming overcoming these physical problems of back, neck and hip pain from sitting all day, emotional challenges, uh, if you don't like the word obstacle of uh, not being able to keep up with their kids or coach their soccer team because of this back pain, this philosophical pain that they no longer feel like bad parents. So it's like this book for picture, first half of the film, after picture, after. And it's really a testimonial is what it comes down to. And through that, your her target audience of truck drivers can see themselves in that main character being like, I have these physical problems. I have these emotional and philosophical problems. So you position your product as the guy that also helps your target audience become who they'd like to be. Yeah. So that's the hero's journey framework in a nutshell, positioning your brand as the guide that helps your main character step into the preferred future by overcoming a physical obstacle or an emotional or a philosophical obstacle. And the best films help them overcome all three. So uh, lots of questions here. Thanks for, for setting the stage for that. This immediately what comes to mind in part is, well, it's not, the best example of this is those corny infomercials that we see where, you know, um, every, the, everything doesn't quite work right and it's exaggerated, but then uh, the hero finds the new product and the, their life is transformed because now they can, you know, cook the eggs well or whatever the case might be. Right. Those yeah. are crude examples of that. But, but the reason they're still on TV is they're effective, aren't they? Yeah, that's the classic uh, health industry before and after pictures. Right. Or, or here, here's somebody, here's somebody struggling, you know, exaggeratedly struggling with the bad vacuum cleaner. And now they get the new one and magically they can vacuum and everything is wonderful in life. Right. Yeah. But now as you applied it, I'm glad you applied it to something that isn't, you know, a big brand. If I apply this to the, say, I have a plumbing business, I don't know that my plumbing service is going to transform anybody's life, but I'm helping them overcome this problem. And so quickly, how would it apply it to something like that, where the product or service I deliver isn't going to transform anybody's life, but it certainly solves or fixes a problem or a challenge that they have right now? Yeah. So plumbing, there's the physical challenge. Like if your place is flooding, <laughs> that's, a, that's, problem. <laughs> a, that's a big problem. And emotional being like, it could be like someone talking about uh, because of this flooding, the additional stressors I had in life were all just tipped off the scales. Mm -hmm. And philosophically, it's like, um, I, it's not a safe environment for my kids to be in. Right. Because of the sewage all over the place. And I was like, where do we go? So it could be a day in the life of one of their customers where it's a plumbing service that showed up in like two hours and helped them find a place to stay and like just showed up in a powerful way that helped them overcome those obstacles they had. Yeah. So it could be a day in the life of one of those people who called them and they were blown away, but not only how quickly they showed up to solve the physical problem, but they're also addressed these other emotional and philosophical problems as well. So like this plumber that went above and beyond, if I saw a film, if, like we're talking about three to 15 minutes here. So yes. it could be a three minute 
video, which is a video testimonial. And if you know anything about sales or marketing, you know that sells better than anything else on the planet. Right. If you're competing with like new features, new products, new color schemes, new buttons, that hits a lot different than having someone to watch a movie where like, oh my gosh, these people went above and beyond to help them step into their preferred future. And that's why like brands like Patagonia, they spend a large percentage of their budget on films. And for them, it's that philosophical problem that they deal with of um, their mission statement is to save our home planet. Mm -hmm. So most recently I was talking to my sister who bought three baseball caps from Patagonia and we're joking like in some way you're kind of helping save the planet. <laughs> and we're just kind of joking about it, but in <laughs> some ways that actually is true. And that hits different than competing on um, your plumbing service that's $5 cheaper than someone else. Correct, correct. So another it's their like, idea that comes, or another thought that comes to mind is I have a client who has a carpet cleaning business and his two big differentiators are that uh, the chemicals are environmentally friendly, they're eco-friendly, so you're not going to harm the kids or the pets, but also... Uh, it's a it's a dry. They use ninety five percent less water, so the carpets dry within hours. Mm -hmm. And so that that story could be communicated from the perspective of the homeowner, and the fact that now we got dirty carpets, you need to clean them. But but you're gonna the end result is it's gonna transform your lives, and that you're you're gonna be able to use the house again, not have the worry of somebody getting sick from the chemicals, and not having the potential mold issues that might come from all of this moisture that's in your house. Now you've got clean, dry carpets. Yeah. So you he could tell yeah. that story focused on those two transformative features of his product. Is that fair? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And like if you have kids, you don't want your kids shrubbing their face and rubbing their face in the carpet that has these that's right. that's nasty right. chemicals. Yeah. So that's that same philosophical problem that Patagonia is dealing with films as well. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Now, how do I, it's critical to keep it to short three to 15 minutes. Right. And the reason is because people just, they, they won't watch more than that, obviously. Yeah. Is that part of why? Correct. Yeah. Um, that's a big part of it. It's much easier to, to sell a three minute film than it is a, 90 minute film, even for Netflix, people that like have been doing this forever and have big budgets. It's hard to keep people's attention for much longer than 15 minutes, especially if you're not doing it full time. So there's that aspect, which makes it much more doable, I think, for the average person be like, yeah. Oh, I could do a three minute film. Absolutely. I mean, if you're into business, you probably already have people making two to three minute films for you on YouTube. So you kind of already have similar people or processes in place for that. And it's an easier sell. But the cool thing about brand films is it's not just that three to 15 minute film, but it's also so much additional content to fill your content calendar with. And that can be a beast for huge companies as well as small companies is keeping up with content creation. Because as you're making these films, you're also getting behind the scenes footage uh, photos. Often when you have these films, you can submit them to film festivals. And in my course, I have a whole lesson on how to hack film festivals, which also helps with traction, but you've got these interviews that often result from it, photos, sound bites to create some interest and momentum leading up to your film launch that also fill your content calendar, which is often a struggle that any business has. Okay. Now, but it is the idea here from the uh, perspective of a small business owner that I'm creating 
a bunch of these brand films or one brand film that that I promote or use for some period of time? I'm a little confused there as to what you're recommending. Yeah, I suggest people start off. If it's your first one, shoot for that three to five minute range. Make it doable, get familiar with the process, start to finish, um, collecting the content, editing the content. And um, yeah, so I suggest that people shoot for that three to five minute range for your film and use the hero's journey framework. Um, there's a book, if you're not familiar with it, I suggest by Donald Miller called Building a Story Brand. And that helps you use the hero's journey framework in all of your market marketing content. And that will also help you make sense of that framework for your film. So then you have your story, a day in the life of, you got the framework, you know how to tell that story. So then it comes down to shooting and editing your, your film. And if you don't have video editing people in place, there, there is stuff on YouTube you can go to learn how to use. Uh, I suggest DaVinci Resolve to edit your film. Mm -hmm. You can find something on there. There's really only like five to six tools you need to learn how to use if you're going to do it yourself. And you can shoot your film on your phone. So that you, there you have the start to finish your whole process. You know what story to tell, a day in the life of one of your customers. You have the framework to tell it, Hero's Journey framework. You can shoot it on your phone and edit it with DaVinci Resolve, which is completely free. It's completely free. You can download it, it works on Macs and PCs to edit your film. And if you want to learn how to edit, I would suggest you go to like YouTube to do that. So that's kind of the entire process start to finish. And I say shoot for three to five minutes, your first one, just so you can wrap your head around that entire process start to finish. Right. And then you're, and then once you've got that and you're learning how to do it, you're essentially telling that same story in different versions as you produce more of these uh, films, brand films. Correct. Yeah. At the hero's journey framework, that's 80 to 90% of the films that Hollywood makes. Absolutely. Once, yeah. once you learn this process, you're like, what? you know, what's going to happen next in the film right. because that's what Hollywood has used for years and years and years to create raving fans. But now that's what I, what I love about this book. And we had talked about before we started recording, building a story brand. And this is a a required book for everybody because if you once you do doing that initial work to me maxwell is at the heart of any marketing that you do in other words it is usually the blind spot we usually as small business owners are just throwing stuff up on the wall to see what sticks but to create that hero's journey means we need to know who is this hero who is that target customer mm -hmm. and, and what what is it that we can help them in their lives to overcome a problem or help them transform their lives, right? Absolutely, yeah. It works in all marketing, it works in films, it works like everything from a social post to an email. It's that same framework. And understanding those three obstacles that you help your customers overcome, you can just keep hitting those over and over in all of the different types of marketing you're doing. Yeah, it's not just brand films. Like this story framework has been around for thousands of years from, mm -hmm religions to plays to all the best books to films yeah really understanding this framework is huge and can transform your business in every imaginable way all right excellent all right uh let's take a moment here to talk a little bit more about the services that you offer brand film school is is one of your ventures now that that helps people with this so explain to me what it is that you offer through brand film school and then i i know you've got a special offer for us yeah, so I have a do-it-yourself option, which is my customers on repeat course, where I teach you how to do all of these things in one place. 
where if when I was going to YouTube learning this myself, I'd have to bounce around all over the place trying to learn how to use mics, how to use lights, and all these different things, how to take shots, how to use music. So this course takes you start to finish and how to make compelling brand films using the same frameworks I've used to win over 20 awards in 11 countries. So there's the done do-it-yourself option, which is the course, but I also have a live workshop. Some people really are hands-on learners, like having a coach there. So I have a private workshop where I teach people how to do this. I show up in one day. I not only teach you how to do this brand film thing uh, that will drive growth in your company, fill your content calendar and grow your reach. Uh, but you'll also, after that day workshop, you'll have your hero's journey framework filled out. You'll have your pacing dialed in, how to tell that story in a compelling way and keep people glued to their screen. You also have your shot list and everything you need to start making your film which is the biggest hurdle that most people have is the story. What story should I tell and how to tell it? So it's a private workshop done with you. I also have a done for you option where I make the film for you. And today's offer, I'd like to give you 30% off the private workshop and my course. And all you need to do is go to brandfilmschool.com. And when you go to check out, use THOB30. That's short for the how yeah, of business. Yep. Yep, THOB30. Use that at checkout. I'll give you 30% off the private workshop and the course. Excellent. I'm going to have a, a link to that as well as that offer code in case you're listening somewhere where you can't write that down. That'll be on the show notes page for this episode at thehowofbusiness.com. If you don't know the show, the episode number, just search for Maxwell and uh, it'll come up in the search bar at thehowofbusiness.com. So I'll have those links there. Thanks for that that offer. So immediately what comes to mind is as a business owner, I have to be involved in, in creating the story, the story arc, who is the hero, defining that, what is the transformation, all of that. But I may not want to do the execution side of it. So I'm assuming you don't have an issue with me kind of creating that foundation, but then I might outsource that or somebody on my team might actually go create the content, right? Correct. Yeah. There's a lot of different variations for this. And I've noticed that when people take my course, people understand the entire process and then they realize, you know what? I don't want to do the editing part or this, the storyboarding part. That's, that's too much. So now the world we live in now, Fiverr is awesome for this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you map out your story, I, I would suggest that either you or someone on your team maps out the story because yes. you know your story and the problems you solve better than anyone else. Absolutely. Uh, if you've worked with an agency, you know that that's often takes months, if not years for them to understand your verbiage, your look, your feel, your tone, your problems you solve. So I suggest that you or someone in your company does that part. Um, but then you can take that and hire people locally to shoot it, edit it through Fiverr. Um, like Fiverr is pretty wild now. You can get someone in Vietnam to edit Absolutely. your story yeah. for like a hundred bucks for your film or 50 bucks even. I always suggest that you approach it like Yelp, that you stay away from people who have less than four stars, but you can go to Fiverr and there's a lot of great options for people to not only edit your film, but you can have them create an original score for cheap, less than a hundred bucks. There's a lot of great resources you can go to for Fiverr to help you out with this process. Great. Agreed. Because the other thing I don't want is for somebody to say, oh gosh, there's so many moving parts here. I got to go learn that. I got to learn editing. That's not the point here. The point is what, what you do have to do for your business, if you haven't already, 
is to is to define who is that hero that we're speaking with how do we help them overcome their challenge how do we help them make that transformation how does that apply to what i offer that is so foundational and critical just doing that work will serve you tremendously in your small business i think absolutely and i would if it's if you're listening to this in a business owner I feel like as business owners, our job is to kind of keep selling the vision to drive growth with our teams, encourage them to help keep pushing forward. And a big part of that for me is kind of reemphasizing the problems that we help people solve. Right. Um, that we're not just selling a widget. We're like helping people overcome real problems they have to set them up for success, which hits different than these are the five selling points because this new product is a little bit better than before because of colors or this five dollar discount it's like it hits different for not only me selling a product but also my team and people and understanding that we're about helping make the world better through these products and services we offer agreed agreed it's about uh, communicating the benefit helping our hero realize the benefit not just the features that our product may or may not have Correct. Yeah. And like you said, that affects every area of marketing and all of your communications. Okay. So if you leave with nothing else today, think about that. I would say the main takeaway is that hero's journey framework. Uh, if that's new to you, I would check out that Donna Miller book called building story brand. Cause that really will transform how you do everything and drive growth in itself. And then on your website, not only do we have the special offer and the courses, but a lot of other content, your blog is great examples of work that you've done. So tell us again, where you want us to go to learn more and for the special offer. Yeah. So it's brandfilmschool.com. Like you mentioned, I have blogs there to everything from like the top 19 brand films of all time to the difference between commercials and brand films. It's all on this similar topic of brand films. If you want to learn more. And then there's, like I said, you, there's a do it yourself option, a done with you option, and then a done for you option as well. I would love to see the top brand film. So that's in the blog. Is that is correct? At, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And so is there, is there a title to that particular blog? Cause I was looking for something like that. Yeah. So that, that kind of hits on something different as well. Yeah, sure. Like in any other part of marketing, if you like something that people are doing, just use that same framework. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you're looking at like it, I do the same thing with an email template or copy I like, or image that I like, just kind of make it your own. Um, using the same systems and processes that other brand films have used that you like. Mm -hmm. So oh, let me pull it. Top 19 brand films. It's, it's titled Top 19 Brand Field Films of All Time. And again, that's at the site brandfilmschool.com. Then go to the blog. And then I see it now. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, that's a great place uh, to go get inspired. And you can see like even Microsoft has a less than three minute film on there. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. And it's really cool. That example is cool in that it's, uh, they talk about inventors to young girls are asking them the question, can you think of any male inventors? And they come up with like Edison and the classic inventors. And then they ask these young girls, can you think of any women inventors? And they couldn't think of anyone. Interesting. So it's like this inspiration thing of, well, what if you're the next inventor of the next coolest thing? So it's inspiring this future generation of women to think of themselves and women in general as inventors. Right. So it's this aspirational take on brand film. So, um, and that's just some, a few interviews with young girls. And that's how simple it can be and powerful, really. 
Excellent. All right. Fantastic. Maxwell, thank you so much for sharing all of this actionable stuff. Um, again, we'll have a link to the special offer and the discount code. You'll find that on the show notes page for this episode, but thanks for taking the time with me to be with me today and sharing all this information. Yeah. Thanks Henry for having me on the show. Um, I really appreciate it. This is Henry Lopez. And thanks for joining me on this episode of the how of business. My guest today again is Maxwell Frost. I release new episodes every Monday morning. You can find the show anywhere you listen to podcasts, including the How of Business YouTube channel and at my website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information about our coaching programs, online courses, show notes pages, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.